Hello. Welcome, everyone, to Movie Club. Today's movie was Tom Hanks and Meg Ryan starring in Joe versus the Volcano, a movie that none of us here had seen before. It was that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But then we had to change it yeah, because the movie was so offensively foul, mm-hmm. foul-mouthed, yeah. and, well, and overtly sexual. I was surprised for a Tom Hanks film. Yeah. Uh, the amount of he was naked at one point. That's true. The amount of uh, penis. Um, I mean, just draw the line. <laughs> that at I a, saw in this film. You could have just left it at at, at offensive. There, there is a flagrant and blatant uh, misuse, overuse, inappropriate use of Abe Vigoda in this movie. And I, yeah, I, yeah, I so was ready to, you know, we had to change movies to this this movie. Sleepless in Seattle. Yeah, we're watching that instead. You're so confused. Is that off a Sleepless in Seattle poster? I swear no, to God, it's it the is. It really is. A volcano poster. No way. Yeah. yeah. Hold on. If you just put like an AOL m- mail icon here, this is That's the poster you've got mail. Yeah. Yeah, they did a lot of movies together. Didn't occur I to me until I watched this. like them together. What? I do. I you think Tom like? Hanks and Hold Meg Ryan on. are a great on-screen right. duo. This is going to be the full hour of discussion here. Yeah. You like You've Got Mail? Not really, but Sleep is in <laughs> Seattle is great. But they're great when they're on-screen together. They're fun. Like I, I don't like the movie, but I think they're good. Uh, I don't think I've seen Sleepless in Seattle. I was you haven't say, seen that? No, you should have picked that movie. I should have picked that. I love that movie. Uh, Maybe I shouldn't have because I would have been upset when you guys hated it. I was going to say, I, I, it's funny you bringing up the the Megs, uh, the Meg. Uh, the Megs. Another Hanks, movie the there. Meg. The Ryan and Hanks uh, pairing. Yeah. Any t- any movie with both of them in it, I never thought looked good. So I haven't seen any of them. Oh, man. <laughs> and I am a Hanks head. I've seen just about all of his movies. But those three, Sleepless in Seattle, this, and You Got Mail, I nothing. I I've watched seen Sleepless them. in Seattle when I was a kid. We had the VHS. I really? watched it all the time. It probably, I think it's still good. Oh, yeah? I, I mean, mean, I, know I don't a lot know. Of I have those it. like little kid I, you know, eyes where it's like you see it as a kid and you just remember what that was. But yeah. I don't know if I'd be objective with it. But if you guys hated it, I think I'd be bummed. So maybe oh, yeah. I shouldn't <laughs> pick that movie. No, yeah, I, I'm, I'm down to give it a chance. I know a lot of people who love it. So. Yeah. Okay, well. mm. Rocco says he's a Hanks head. Okay, yeah. I have a list of every Tom Hanks movie, ooh, ever made. To be fair, I'll let you pick the year that you want to start in. Okay, because oh, he's sorry. made a lot of movies. Tom was calling me. Sorry, I hung up. So this movie, um, by the way, it's Joe versus the volcano. Was made in wow. This is made in 1990. Yeah, that's this felt me. like a 1986 to me. That's exactly what I was gonna say. Yep. This felt like a mid 80s. I would have. I guess that too. Well, he he did make movies in 1986 that you've probably seen. Pick a year and we'll start. We'll see how many Tom Hanks films you've actually seen. Okay, 88. Starting at 88. Okay. <clears throat> have you seen the movie Punchline? No, no. he's never seen that. <laughs> what about Big? Oh, yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. The Burbs. Oh, yeah. I haven't seen The Burbs. I just saw it uh, recently. I like, almost picked that year. instead of this movie, to be real. Bur- the Burbs rules. I loved it. Turner and Hooch. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, that movie, though. That sucks. Okay. Yeah, okay. that broke me. That I was saw a, when I was younger. I, just, so I showed my kids that bad move. I didn't realize what was going to happen. Three out of four so far. Joe versus the Volcano. That shouldn't count because you watched that for this show. Oh. But you did watch it. All I right. that We'll count that. Okay. <clears throat> Have you seen The Bonfire of the Vanities? Yes. What the fuck? Long ass time ago, though. What is that movie about? I've never even heard of that. Movie. I don't. I've never heard of it. Uh, isn't that ba- isn't that a Shakespeare? Am I crazy? 
Well, you, Tom Hanks is in a Shakespeare movie? No, no, no. Movie. I mean, it was a, bil- a billion years ago. I can't tell you shit, but I thought it was based on Shakespeare. Hold on. Tom Hanks. Bonfire of the or Charles uh, Dickens. Uh, Vanities is a satirical black comedy. I don't, I don't. It's based on a book by Tom yeah. Wolf. Anyways. Oh, okay. I thought it was one of the classic authors. Okay. You know what? I'm just gonna say it. You've probably seen every Tom Hanks movie. Yeah. You know, except for like a few. Except for the three you mentioned. He is a <laughs> Hanks head. Confirmed. I, I am. But somehow I always I always heard about Joe versus the volcano. Hmm. People were like, really? You didn't, you didn't see that? So uh, it was an honor to finally complete that piece of the puzzle and watch it mm-hmm. and uh can i can i can i uh make a bold claim here okay bold, make a claim bold claim alert go. get ready bold everybody claim. tom hanks one of my favorite actors of all time you know hype levels off the chain mm-hmm. yeah. uh, i'm gonna plant my flag here this is my least favorite movie we've ever done on movie club i uh hit wow. the credits in disbelief i was white as a sheet and i wish it was rocco versus the volcano after that Wow, dude! Wow, Sean, that's a yeah. that's a Whoa. that's a stinging I, blow I, to you. Well, I've never seen this movie, but, so I'm not that. But upset. it's an incredible victory to me, because <laughs> no longer will Babe Two Pig in the City I mean, be hey, the at least for Rocco the most the hated world? movie we've ever watched. Babe, uh, listen, yeah, I, can I, we compare this movie to Babe Two or Delicatessen? Like, what the what? fuck? What? No, 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 Hey, don't bring my picks into this. I didn't like uh, Sean. Is, is that your least favorite? That's, that's, that's right, his least favorite. Yeah, because we talked about it while you were gone. Well, John. my least favorite, by the way, this is interesting. Yeah, is the Snyder Cut of <laughs> Justice League. Oh yeah, that seems fair. Which means that's fair. Rocco picked my least favorite. I picked Sean's, and Sean yeah. picked yours. Yeah. Yes. Uh, How cute is that? Now again, Delicatessen. Yeah. I wasn't a fan, really, but but you kind of liked it. Some, n- not really, but great. There's some great filmmaking in it. I, you could at least get that. Babe, fuck that movie. But we had so many stories to share mm-hmm. about it. This is one of those movies that falls into that territory where it's like I have nothing to even present about this. I, uh, I'm unaffected and am like screaming for it to end. Uh, but it wasn't that long, so it was okay. Um, but wow. anyway, the least favorite. I I, I don't wow. know what it is, but this hit hit that secret spot where I have nothing to <laughs> report, and that's to me the worst kind. I wait. Loved so this you movie. have nothing to say. You you uh, could you could walk away from walk this away. episode, Yo, and, and we wouldn't you lose. I'm not I'm uh, not saying you should. No but. no no. Yeah, I, I will walk away. No, uh, I just I I I found myself left left with nothing. I just uh, found the first half hour aggravating. Uh, it kicks off, but then I'm just kind of like, what are we doing? And uh, as a Hank's head, I was very disappointed. I think maybe maybe my expectations were too high. But um, what were you expecting? Yeah, what were you expecting? Uh, I mean, a classic like <laughs> two mo- different inflections on class- the same question. A classic like Money Pit. Uh, you know, just no, uh, a cl- a cl- this isn't Money Pit. A classic Hank's vehicle for him to show off his stuff, and instead he's up against people doing fucking impressions and uh, just I just didn't find there was a script here that did he do? What was that, the impression? Yeah, what did he do? No, just every like Meg Meg Ryan playing like ten different characters was yeah. just got aggravating to me, and uh, Abe Vigoda pretending to be an island native, and I was just like, ah, yeah, that was I'm, I'm good. That, that was weird. that was a little tasteless. That, to, to be well, fair, yeah, I I'll chalk off as like you know. I thought this movie was in the '80s, but this movie was made in the '90s. Man, yeah, but it's so yeah, close. Yeah, it was filmed in the '80s. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, it just falls into that 
middle ground, and that's my least favorite place to be. I would rather it be worse. I loved this could movie. You, hold on, real. No. Okay. No, go ahead. Well, I was going to say, how could you make this movie worse? If you, that's interesting. You would prefer it to be worse. You would. You would. Well, how add, would you make it worse? You would to in, add to your enjoyment. You would add it. Babe Pig in the City shit, where they just start like a, a dog gets run off the road, that like cli- clips that are so bad that you actually are like, I have to isolate that and show everyone I know. Right. But this doesn't have that. Well, on the other end, I thought this movie was fun. I really enjoyed it, and I think. I know what it would have took for Rocco to love this movie. Uh, what? Replace Meg Ryan with the weird fucking creature and Rocco's all the way in. Oh, yeah. If it's this, Rocco's this favorite is movie ever made. without a puppet. Uh, yes. But Basically. see, Howard the Duck is... <laughs> Howard the Duck, the You're script right. is no better than this. In fact, I would argue it's much I, worse. The script <laughs> was super weird. Nailed it. I know. <laughs> The, the script is super weird, and like at first I was like, "What the fuck?" When he's at his like office, and it was like yeah. the first job, and that playing that song, and it was like that was what? more stylistic than I actually. That's anticipated. what I was saying though. This was movie was a, very stylized. There are some really weird choices in it. When he leaves the doctor's office, and it like has a single take shot pulling back of like him, and it's like he just found out he was gonna die, and it's like sticking with it, and like. I was like, this is this is better than I thought it was gonna be. I thought it was gonna be some stupid ass eighties movie. And it it was stupid. I'm not saying it was like art yeah. or anything like that, but I real I I liked it. I did. Um but but to your Howard the Duck point, yeah, that, that movie drove it into such why the fuck would you make this territory that that's why I have fun putting it on. But it's not good. I only cackle be- t- because I imagine this movie yes. as like a Howard the Duck sequel, mm-hmm. <laughs> and I think yeah. it would work. Yeah, I mean for you, uh, maybe maybe yeah. not for Sean. Who knows? Probably if not. How, if uh, yeah, work in certain ways, maybe. I'm in the middle. I've never seen this movie. Actually, I had a teacher try to show this in my class when I was in like fourth grade, and I thought Whoa. this movie sucked. That's weird. In fourth grade, this is not a f- yeah. That could, yeah. Hmm. And so I was kind of tainted going in, but I, oh. I will only watch like ten minutes of it in class. Oh, okay. Mm-hmm. And I really had no idea what this movie was about, uh, and it's hard to describe. I think if you only have ten minutes of this movie and you you're watching it, you're not going to pick up much. Yeah, yeah, yeah not really. <laughs> um, I'm not a fan in general of this type of movie. Kind of like the existential surreal comedy. Yeah, me neither. You know, movies like uh, what was it like? Sorry to bother you. Was that the movie that came out a few years ago? Uh, yeah. Where's the dude who works at like a telemarketing company, but it was really just a weird, surreal. Yeah. I don't think I saw that I, one. I actually really did like that movie. That was, that was for me, but. Really? Yeah. The, 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 I feel like these movies are like very ex- extremely similar. Uh, Yeah, I don't know. That one, uh, I, I, I really, uh, I don't, I mean, it's been a few years since I've seen it, but. Uh, that that one was so gonzo that I actually enjoyed it uh, in a way that I was actually enjoying his story. Somehow they managed to maintain that dude's story in a way that I cared about it versus all the insane shit. Because uh, sometimes they go so off the deep end, it's like, okay, I've stopped caring. There is a point maybe where I could argue, like, eh, maybe I'm starting to stop caring. But overall, I, I liked it. This, <laughs> I was just kind of like, get on with it. All right. Huh. Okay. Yeah, well, the the whole genre of like just the existential surreal comedy for yeah. me, I'm I'm not like you know it's how do you describe movies like this? Everything's weird. Yeah, the characters. Um, okay, 
I feel like what defines these movies is the main character is the sane person. Right. And everybody mm. else around them is insane. And it's the type yeah. of story where when the whole world is insane, the only crazy person is the one guy who's not crazy. You know what I mean? Yeah. Mm-hmm. I feel like that's the big idea behind all of these movies. Yeah, but this, I there was definitely some people were, that were fucking insane. But, like, you know, they had, like, the limo driver to seem like a nice guy. Yeah. There was characters throughout this. <laughs> that guy this. was crazy, too. He was, was he? weird. Was well, he, though? Every character in this movie was bizarre. What was weird about him? Um, He was, like, a limo driver who was, like, f- philosophizing about, you know, like, Tom Hanks' situation. Yeah, I, I don't know. I kind of liked it when it was, like... Like he like Tom Hanks like yeah where should I shop and like he like gets in the back of the car with them is like I don't know you I don't know what to tell you you know like it, I thought it was yeah like, that's weird <laughs> I thought it was good if it wasn't like he was like trying to be like wacky it was just being like real with him like yo man I don't know who you are I can't tell you where to shop that was in, I don't know I liked that I liked that guy a lot yeah but the I liked him too actually he was my favorite character in the whole movie mm-hmm. but the whole movie is surreal mm-hmm. so it's yeah. not like realistic yeah in any sure. way um. You know, I kind of hated the movie at first, but then as it went on, I actually came around to it. Mm-hmm. And I thought that the movie was pretty like deep deeper than I than I like initially uh, imagined, I guess when I first started watching it. So, I don't know, I'm still on the fence. Maybe by the end of this episode, I'll know how I feel about it. I have mixed emotions <laughs> yeah. about Joe versus the volcano. Um I think it is like hard to sum up kind of because it is such a strange movie. Yeah. Well, let's let's do this. Let's propose kind of the theory of this movie as a question to each other mm-hmm. and to the audience. So here's the premise. Here's the situation. Imagine this happens to you. First of all, you have a shit job. This is like hypothetical situation. Yeah. Joe versus the volcano is basically an allegory for a philosophy question, right? Mm-hmm. And I love the way they portray his shit job because it's literally like at first I didn't get it. He works at a rectal uh, probe factory and everybody has to go into this rectal probe factory and they take a lot of time to like show that they're walking through the mud and it makes it look like they're walking through poop. And I was like, is this trying to be funny? Like, I don't yeah. I don't hey, think this is funny. The beginning of this movie was reminiscent to me of Babe Pig in the City, where it's yeah. like yeah. things are so gross. And it's yeah. like, oh, my God, like showing the guy like filling up the the jelly or like the petroleum. What do you, you call that? Petroleum jelly? Is that yeah, the they're one? lubing yeah. up yeah. The, the anal And he's like, yeah, he's like, just like filling it up and it's like just getting everywhere and he looks disgusting. And it's like, oh, oh my God, this yeah. sucks. Yeah. yeah. So at first I, w- I agreed with you, but then as the movie went on, I realized, oh, this is like heavy symbolism for the shit job right. or the shittiest job. It's literally a job that has to do with butts and poop and shit. Right. Yeah. And again, like I said, m- m- way more stylized than I thought when that, this movie started. Like I said, I thought it was just going to be like the like the burbs is like there's some kind of whacked out shit in it a little yeah. bit, but it's still filmed like 80s comedy. You know, you yeah. know what I'm saying? Uh, a lot of his movies are like that. So this starting out with like fucking matte paintings of a yeah. building. Yeah. I was like, wow, OK. The movie, I think, looks stupid, but is deceptively smart. Yeah. And I think ultimately yeah. that's what I like about the movie 
there's like this really weird looking pathway that every worker has to walk to get to their to get to this shit job, mm-hmm. right? It's like a zigzag, like it doesn't make sense. It goes straight and then it goes diagonally backwards and then straight again and then kind of like off left to the side. Later on in the movie, when Joe has to go jump in the volcano, he has to hike a trail that's like the exact same path. Yeah. And like it, you realize like, oh, jumping in the volcano is just another shit job. But we'll get to that later. The The lightning bolt that strikes the boat and ship sinks it is the same sim- symbol. Interesting. Just okay, stuff. so you have a shit job. You work at this shit job. And then one day you get some random, uh, you know, test done at the hospital. And the doctor tells you, you have a mysterious disease and you're going to die in six months. Mm-hmm. Right? Yeah. Um, but before that, but it has no symptoms, this disease. It's called like a brain cloud. So you're going to be totally healthy, and then in that sixth month, in the final week or something, you're just instantly going to deteriorate and die. So you go, you quit your shit job, right? Yeah. Ask out the girl who works there. Yeah, sure. You have all the confidence in the world now, right? This is what happens in the movie. But here's the philosophical part. This is where the movie really kicks in about 30 minutes in. A rich guy comes to you now, and he says, I have a proposal for you. Um, there's some island in the middle of nowhere and there's a tribe on this island, there's a volcano on this island and they believe that this God is going to come out of the island and destroy them. So every hundred years they need a person to willingly sacrifice themselves and go jump into the volcano. And I'm so rich, I'm making super computer parts and the island has a lot of the mineral minerals that I need. And so I need to trade with the, the inhabitants of this island. So if you go jump in this volcano... It'll save them in their culture. One, it saves one of them from having to sacrifice themselves. And then I get my parts that I need. So in order to do that, I'll give you a credit card, a limitless, an unlimited credit card. Do whatever you want. Buy whatever you want. But then at the end of whatever your little party phase, whatever you want to do, go jump in the volcano. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's pretty much it. So two questions. Do you accept that job? And then what do you do with the money if you do accept the job? Yeah. Well, you know, they do make a really good job to show Joe's life being pretty shitty. His apartment sucks. His job sucks. But what would you do? Would you take the job? Me? Yeah. Well, is it? First of all, would you even accept the like, okay, give me the credit cards and I'll go jump in the volcano? Well, it depends. Like, is it like Sean Sheffield right now with like a wife and kids? Because probably not. But. You know, uh, if it's like, if I am like a single guy, I guess. Why not? I'm Why done. wouldn't you do it with your wife and kids? I don't You're going to die in six months anyways. Yeah, I guess I would have gotten that second opinion. You know, <laughs> we probably would have done that. But uh, let's, okay, you know what? You know, I, I get what you're saying. And, you know, it would be like, okay, well. You can spend the money wife on your and wife kids, and kids. I'm dying, but I'm going to buy, I'm going to, we're going to go fucking crazy for six months. Yeah. So okay. that's what you do with sure. the money. You yeah. take it. Yeah, and then you spend. It if on I for sure was gonna die in six months and I had unlimited money to do whatever I want with it, yeah, I would. I would take it. Other end of the spectrum here, guy who hates the movie and doesn't have a wife and kids. Do you accept the job? Uh, I don't know. Uh, Eric, the actor, they told him how long he had, and he stayed decades long. He did. So he did great. I would. I would chance it. Mm-hmm. And let's look. assume it's not you. Let's assume it's six. It's months. like for sure. Yeah, for, for sure. sure. Let's assume. Yeah, you have six months to live. All the money in the world, but you have to throw yourself into a volcano. I, 
I don't know. I don't want to. I don't want to jump in a volcano. And I feel like having all these new things happen to me in the last six months would rock my life way out of whack. I feel like I would rather like savor what I had. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Maybe that's. I don't know. Maybe that's. I. I only got six months left. I can make the most of that with what I got. So. Mm. So I don't have to jump in a volcano. I'd probably. Yeah. I think. I think, but I don't know personally. And Jack, I'll, I'll get your answer to this in a second too. But. You know, I the idea of just like getting super sick all of a sudden just dying randomly. Like I would rather like I don't, I'll be in control of this. I'll, I <laughs> got true. it quietly true. in a room with nobody. Yeah, there. no. Let's go. I mean, as he said, like let's go out with a bang. Let's do it. You That's know? true. I don't know, Jarek. What do you think? I would absolutely accept the deal, and I would spend the money, basically, with uh, taking a, a traveling. Yeah carnival caravan of all the people who are closest to me, my friends, and we would circle the globe in mm. a farewell tour. Yeah. A Derek Acosta farewell tour <laughs> where we do all these activities and it culminates with me taking the, the big plunge. Now here's the real question though. You're jumping in a volcano. Uh-huh. Do you just jump? Do you cannonball? Do you do a backflip? Like, I mean, it's the last thing to do. What w- What would you do? Uh, knowing me, they'd probably have to throw my pathetic ass <laughs> in that <laughs> volcano. My legs would be like giving out. I'd be hyperventilating, yeah. panic attack. I'd be like, ah, what am I doing? Fuck the world. But you have to uh, do it willingly or it doesn't I work. I, yeah, I'm willingly, but I, my body can't. I'm just like, just right. roll me in. Just roll me in. Yeah. Those are my final words. Just roll me in. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's what happened to me. I'm just being real. I know myself. Yeah, fair enough. Uh, But ideally, I'd like to say something cool. Like, I'm too old for this shit. Goodbye, motherfuckers. Yeah. Yeah, my ideal thing would be, I'll just say this right now. If it was me doing it, I would be like, by the way, one thing I always wanted to tell you guys that and i'd pretend to like fall and fall that would be good because i have always thought you gotta you gotta leave people with something that they're gonna keep going well what what did he mean you know what that's pretty funny yeah so that's how i would do it wow all right fun shit that's how groucho marx died actually yeah yeah i gotta go he's dead groucho style he died he's gonna crack a joke before he fell into a volcano Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. well uh that's Joe versus the volcano, everybody. Good night. <laughs> no, that's the premise of Joe versus the volcano. Uh, Tom Hanks works at this shit job, gets diagnosed with a brain cloud, has six months to live, quits his job. Meg Ryan works there as like this girl. Um, I, I feel Dee Dee, like, maybe was her name. Yeah, she plays three parts in this movie. She yes. plays three different love interests, and I feel like they are representative of. Something, but maybe I'm not sure what. I completely was like, I don't know why they're doing this. I could, I still don't know why. Her accents weren't really good, but I don't think they were supposed to be. It just, it was fucking weird. It was just really weird. Yeah, she plays the small town girl who's a secretary in his shitty job. And then when he accepts the deal from the rich guy to fly to New York, she plays the rich guy's daughter who is totally spoiled, vapid. Poet, artist, mm-hmm. um, somebody who has like had everything handed to them in life and it's left them feeling empty on the inside. Yeah. And then she plays that girl's half sister, a, a different daughter of this rich guy who is more like grounded and is this uh, Meg Ryan? Doing, doing some soul searching yeah. in life. I really liked when <clears throat> the first sister, Angelica, 
he would say this deep thing and she just sit there and go, I have no response to that. Like, I think that I'm going to use that in my real life. That's hilarious. I have no response <laughs> to that. Like, yeah, what do you say sometimes? I don't know what I'm going to say. <laughs> I'm just going to say that. Yeah, I think that a lot of people said that. Um, you know, I feel like that's a reoccurring theme of this movie is trying to find meaning mm-hmm. in life um, or purpose in what you're doing only to find like you're back to square one, mm-hmm. you know, only to find like there, there isn't much meaning to be found there and people have to determine like their own meaning, you know, yeah, they have to figure out their own reasons why they do stuff to get back to your conversation or to your point about his conversation with that uh, limo driver when he first yeah. arrives in Los Angeles, yeah. he's wealthy and the limo driver is the first person he meets. And he's like, wow, this is crazy. And he's like, yeah, I have unlimited money. I want to go spend it. And he's like, well, tell me where you want to go. He's like, I don't really know where I want to go. Mm-hmm. He's like, where would you go if right. you wanted to spend this? He's like, I am not you. Like, that's something mm-hmm. you're going to have to figure out for yourself. Mm-hmm. They kind of talk about how, like, clothes make the man. So you need to decide what kind of man you want to be. Right. <clears throat> and then go buy those clothes. Yeah. Um, yeah. So a lot of this movie. <clears throat> excuse me. Sorry. Uh-huh. Woo. That was gross. <laughs> I'm all out of water. <laughs> Shit. A lot of this movie is, a, you know, Tom Hanks having an identity crisis. It's an existential film. It has to do with existence and the nature of, like, what we do with our time, mm-hmm. how we spend our time and why we spend it. And also, you know, it calls into question, like, the rules of our society and who makes these rules and do they really make sense? And, again, why do we follow them and what do we get out of it? I don't know. That's kind of what Joe versus the Volcano is about yeah. in my book. Yeah. Yeah. You know, and I do think there's like a lot that goes into it with like now they're on a boat and then Meg Ryan with Patricia at this point is like, you know, going into like how like she hates herself for like agreeing to even do this because like, you know, she wanted the boat and this was her price. You know, it's just like a lot of like people is like opening up to him and just telling him, like, I don't know. I just feel like there's a lot of deep conversations when I did, it really didn't need to have any of it, but I wasn't mad at it. You know, I like that they were doing that. Yeah, I think they're all surface level, like philosophical debates. Hundred percent, and that exactly that. You're right. Um, you know, Meg Ryan's second character, the vapid artist daughter. They kind of go on a date, and she just like asks him point blank, like, "Do you ever think about killing yourself?" Yeah, yeah. And, and she calls in the question, like, you know, to be or not to be. Like, why are we here? What's the purpose of it all? Mm-hmm. And then he says, like, you know, instead of going down that route, why don't you do the thing you're afraid to do because everybody has something that they're afraid to do in life. And he's like, why don't you just take that big plunge instead of killing yourself? Mm-hmm. And then I think it's funny. Cause she's like, I don't, you know, I hate these conversations. Why are you bringing up this stuff? Like trying to make it. And it's like, well, you started this conversation. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. It's so it's weird because a lot of this stuff, it is like, these are kind of like deep conversations, but they're had in such like a flippant who cares kind of, you know, style and tone. Yeah. yeah. I feel like that's really kind of um, best exemplified when Tom Hanks's character, Joe finally gets to the volcano and he meets like the tribe of people. And as Rocco said, it's played by Abe Vigoda. Yeah. You want to, you want to <laughs> speak about Abe Vigoda? You're a big Abe Vigoda head. Oh yeah. yeah this yeah. has, you're a Tom Hanks head, but you're also a Vigoda head. Yeah, I am a Vigoda head. Uh, I, I've always loved him because he's been, he was an old ass man his entire career. That's yeah. what cracks me up is you see him in the Godfather and he's ancient 
and he's ancient in this movie, and then he was in movies in the early 2000s where he's ancient. And it's just like, man, this guy just capitalized on It's like, that. you know, it's like Maggie Smith. You <laughs> know? Yeah, yeah. She, when she was in uh, Sister Act, yeah. I'm like, this woman's 100 years old. She's still fucking alive. And still, like, she's, Same with Hook. In Hook, she lo- they yeah. made her look 1,000 years old. All, I, when was she young? <laughs> I refuse to believe it ever happened. Oh, man. Anyways. Um, but yeah. Uh, that is Ava Goodall, you're right. Yeah, that was that was uh I was surprised. I didn't know he was gonna show up in this. Especially um, wearing uh orange soda cans. <laughs> That's weird. Oh yeah. I don't know why the tribe was obsessed with orange soda. Maybe it's a reference to that movie, The Gods Must Be Crazy. Oh, it could be where that. The tribe gets obsessed with the with Coca-Cola the bottle yeah, and they build a yeah. whole religion. Out oh, of it. I yeah. could see that yeah, I I could see this being like slightly a parody of that. You I know what see, I mean? Like I mean little, that definitely cultural. That's reference. a really good call because I think yeah, that yeah. is what happens in that movie. Yeah, huh. yeah, could be. Um, but to get back to talking about serious things in a not serious manner, Tom Hanks arrives at the island, meets the chief, and they have this whole deal, like what he's here to do. Just like, all right, we're gonna have a feast. At the end of the feast, you're gonna jump in the volcano. Okay, Tom Hanks goes, all right. Yeah. That's it. That's the whole conversation they have. And then it kicks off this whole ceremony that, that they do. Yeah. At the end of the movie, Tom Hanks discovers that he's in love with Meg Ryan, mm-hmm. but still wants to jump in the volcano. He made a deal. You know, he has a brain cloud. He's going to die anyways. Which, yeah. by the way, this is one of I actually this is one of my few laugh out loud moments in the movie. I really liked his delivery where. Where she's like, so let's just get married. What I, I don't know exactly how he words it. Let's just get married, and he's just like, oh, I absolutely want to. It's just bad timing. All right, <laughs> like yeah. him just saying that and going off to the volcano cracked me up. Yeah. Uh, but then they the volcano like spits them out. You know. You hey, know. Hey. You know. Honestly, I would have liked it more. I think if they would just both died in the volcano. <laughs> But You've seen them melt into skeletons, you know, like uh, Terminator <laughs> Two style. Two but thumbs up. The movie was the so ring. Ring. weird yeah. that I didn't know what was going to happen. Like I was thinking, like, are they just going to die? Like this movie, I think would do that. Like, yeah. And then you know they said they need a miracle in the volcano. <laughs> I thought it was funny too. The volcano shoots them out, so yeah. no one sacrificed themselves, and then literally everyone you just saw has died because yeah. the volcano erupts and kills them all. Like. That's kind of funny. <laughs> like, yeah. I don't know. Yeah. And I get it's, it's dark. It's a surreal yeah. existential bullshit thing. Like you never know what's going to happen in life. You think you're going to, you think you know what's going to happen, but you might be wrong. Mm-hmm. There's always a chance. Yeah. Um, the movie ends with them stranded in the ocean and Meg Ryan reveals to Tom Hanks. They kind of figure it out together. Like, Oh, your doctor worked for my father. Oh, this was all orchestrated. Like you actually don't have a brain cloud at all. Mm-hmm. And he's angry, like, what? I've been manipulated. But then she said, no, this is great news. Like, we're married now, and you have the rest of your life, like, ahead of you. And he goes, oh, oh, but we're stranded in the middle of the ocean. And she's like, oh, there's always a problem with you, isn't there? Huh. Which, you know, is kind of a bittersweet moment, note to end the movie on, mm-hmm. right? Like, sometimes you just got to be happy to be here. <laughs> yeah. You just yeah. jumped You just jumped into a volcano and survived, You've also just realized that you're going to survive a terminal illness. Maybe just take that moment and be happy like that you're still here, still kicking. Yeah. We'll figure out the raft. Like cuz you do have a problem. Yeah. I, I granted, but we'll you figure know. out the raft later. Like yeah. let's just float for a little bit. Totally. Which is kind of a nice sentiment to end on. This is uh very similar to the ending of The Sopranos. And um 
I don't know if you guys thought that while you were I did not. Here. But yeah, same, same thing. Same thing. Sitting in the diner, looking around. You keep cutting to other people. Who's gonna? Is someone gonna shoot Tony? What's oh, okay? Why are they showing her parking? What? And then what does AJ say? Hey, you, got, you know, didn't you tell me? You always told me focus on the good times. Yeah, and he's eating onion rings. It's like yeah, same kind of thing. It's like you're gonna keep looking. <laughs> it's yeah, like just, oh, what? There's always gonna be the shoe is always gonna drop, man. Yeah, yeah. there's yeah, always you know. some. There's but, always problems to find. Yeah, yeah. don't go looking. But we're here having, talking about Joe versus the volcano. So I mean, you can't really. Say you hate the movie and then compare yeah, it to Yeah, I think you like the movie. Yeah, you kind of uh, you're kind of a, implying that you like Joe versus Volcano. Compared it to a better product. By uh, I don't. Mm, you a, you brought Sopranos into yeah, the conversation. I hey, I brought Godfather into it with Abe Goda too. And this came out before. I think Sopranos stole from this movie. Hey, it I, always hey. did feel like a Joe versus the Volcano ripoff. I, mean, yeah, I will say, know. but I will say this. Hey, I will concede one thing. In talking about it, you know, it's maybe a reason up a notch. Okay. So your least favorite movie you've ever done? You know, I didn't like Practical Magic either. Yeah, I will say that. Fuck you guys. Not to, yeah. not you to guys whatever. Are, you just can't there handle real movies. That's the problem. Um, you know, I think what it was for me is like everything you guys, I will say this about the movie to give it credit. Everything you guys have said, I, I'm not hearing any of it and going like, oh, come on. You know, I've had that on some of these other movies. Mm -hmm. uh, I think, uh, no, I think these are, I, I see the reasons you dig it. Um, mm -hmm. I think for me, it was uh, that all these themes, all these things, it um, were were handled in a way, and I think the packaging of all of it was just kind of a little bit annoying to me. I think I, I would have liked to it for either been weirder or not. You know what I mean? Like, go a little further it just, like I said, sat in this weird kind of middle territory where I'm just like, yeah, I don't know. What are we doing? You know, like I watched a movie like Mulholland Drive. That's yeah. fucking weird. Yeah. You know, like not for me, not mind numbing weird. Like I can't my brain cannot work this way. Yeah. This to me is weird. But it's weird enough that I go, all right, I get it. You know, this is like yeah. more consumable for me kind of weird. But like but like I said, like you said, I I I think um it's not about like make it weird, like make it more surreal mm -hmm. necessarily, but like you mentioned, like would it have been better if they just died in the volcano? I I'm looking for like a little more commitment like that, mm -hmm. where it's like, oh, holy, sh this movie's doing shit. I just kind of felt like it was sit still sitting on that fence between 80s comedy and kind of a more. Uh, risky kind of movie. I, I wish it would have gone either been like just a lovable cheesy eighties comedy or been like fucking raw or something, you know, mm -hmm. I don't know that that was me. So I didn't care for the delivery of all of it, but all of the conversations, the deeper things, the themes behind things, um, you know, I'm for those. I, yeah. I was a fan of those. I guess it's just the delivery of them. Mm -hmm. So, uh, but I, but I see, I do see why someone would dig it. Well, let me see the box off. The budget for this was twenty five million, which is a pretty big budget for back then, right? For back then, yeah, there's a lot yeah. going on in this movie. Uh, yeah. It was, uh, uh, I think, it was produced by Steven Spielberg. Oh, I didn't know that. And uh, uh, what's what's the the lady with uh, Star Wars? What's her name? Kathleen Kennedy. Kennedy. Oh, Kathleen yes, Kennedy. I thought I think I think her too. I, I think so too. I can't find proof of that, but I think yeah. so. She definitely is a producer on this movie. Okay, good. Okay. Which is interesting. Like it's like a it's like that's some pretty heavy hitters. A lot yeah. of money. Those you were know. the this movie was produced by the founding members of Amblin Entertainment. Yeah, yeah. This is yeah, one of yeah. their first like 
That's interesting. Well, E.T. was their first, so this would Damn, be Damn, like this is a follow-up to five, E.T. Five. When did E.T. come out? Like 80, 82. 82, so mm. this would be they, eight years later. Yeah, they that, they must have did ship it. More, I'm sure. Well, yeah, it made $39 million, so it made money. It yeah, okay. I wasn't, for some reason I thought I had heard that this was a bomb or something. No, but I don't I think so. Yeah. Um, a lot of critics were with you, Rocco, and did not like this movie at all. Mm-hmm. Um, Roger Ebert gave it 3.5 out of 4 stars. Wow. He would okay. like it, that motherfucker. Yep. <laughs> uh, he said it was uh, new and fresh and not shy of taking chances. Yeah. I love Roger Ebert, can I say? Yeah. He's my favorite film critic. Yep. A lot of people don't have a favorite film critic. I do. It's yeah. Roger Ebert. I find that I pretty much agree with his takes on movies a lot. Yeah. I. I really like Roger Ebert. I don't. I I will say I don't always agree with them, but I always see like where he's coming from. You know what I mean? I thought he was always really good at writing that kind of shit. The the critic that I find I agree with the most is actually uh, what's his name? Don't say Siskel. No, say no, Siskel. no. Um, I'm blanking out. Uh, uh, I met him. He was came to our oh company. oh John Landis Leonard Malton Leonard Malton. Yeah, I actually agree with him the most, but Ebert was my favorite like I writer. Um, I, I do. I, I will say that I agree with uh, he says next. He said that Hanks and Ryan are the right actors to inhibit this role because they, you never catch them going for a gag that isn't there. And I don't think they are trying to be funny. They are both naturally funny. Yeah. They're not. Um, and I, and I'm, I'm going to say this about a certain actor, and this isn't an insult of the actor. I, I, um, I'm going to say this about like Will Ferrell. I like Will Ferrell. This is not a diss on Will Ferrell. Will Ferrell kind of has to try to be funny. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? He kind of, not that he's not a funny guy, but yeah. he will go and kind of reach, go far to do something. Tom Hanks doesn't have to do that. He could tell you about his trip to the bank and you're, and he's just naturally funny. Yeah. yeah. That's my opinion. But to be fair, nothing in this movie made me laugh. So that's yeah, also it's true. It's not that funny. That's also but true. But it's not a very funny movie. Except, so. except, except I, I did laugh at that. Like I said, <laughs> it's just bad timing. I got to go. Terrible. I don't know if I'd even call this movie a comedy. Like I, cause yeah, yeah, you know, I don't know what I would call it. I, I don't know. But that's, the last thing I'll I mean. say about what he said is he he took this film to Ebert Fest in 2012. I don't know if you guys oh, went yeah. to that. Ebert. Ebert Fest. Uh, and they, he showed place. it there. And then afterwards, he said he changed his review. He says, I messed it up. He said, uh, I don't know why I gave it 3.5. I should have given it 4. Whoa. So he he changed it. He likes him even more. I thought he was going to go, I thought he was going to go, yeesh, he that's would. a one. Yeah. Ebert would say that. He yeah. loves all the philosophical shit we were talking about. He's a smart dude. Yeah. Um. Yeah, we can give it popcorn yeah, let's shakes. let's do it. I'll go first since I picked it. Uh, I'm glad I picked this movie. I did not know what I was getting into at all. Yeah, it wasn't turns what I out. expected. Um, and I, I really, I'm surprised how much I liked it. I will give it, I almost, I want to give it four, but just like Ebert did the first time, I'm going to give it 3.5. So me and Roger are like the same. Rocco? Um, oh man. I, d- I feel I feel a little bad because, like I said, I, I didn't really enjoy it, but I've enjoyed I've enjoyed hearing you guys talk about it and engaging with this. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And there's a lot of movies I can't say that about where it's like, yeah, I don't even what do I even have to fucking talk about here? Um, but uh, I'm still probably giving it a one, but it's not a one of agony. It's not a one of uh, it. This is just not my kind of thing. Mm-hmm. Um I wish for a little commitment on either side. Be be a heartwarming, cheesy 80s comedy or fuck my day up. You know, don't fence sit. 
Okay. Nice. I'm going to give it a two. Uh, because I just don't like movies like this. Arts, artistic, existential, surreal. It felt like an art house comedy. You know what I mean? Uh-huh. And I will say. It's too artsy for me. I, 99 times out of 100, am with you. And I do not like movies like that. And I'm surprised I like this one. And I don't know what it was that caught me. But there was something there for me. But yeah, I, I know it was very artsy. Yeah. You're right. Like I can recognize all the philosophical like debates and questions and yeah. situations being raised. And that's interesting to me. But I had to think really hard to realize that shit. Mm-hmm. And for a while, I was just watching this being like, yeah, why does his boss say the same thing over and over? God, that was annoying. There's so many yeah. things in this movie that are just annoying that forced you to question why they're doing it. And then only in questioning it, do you realize like, Oh, there's something deeper going on there for some people. That's genius for Roger Ebert. That's four star stuff. But yeah. you know, for me, I'm like, eh, it's like a homework assignment. Yeah. yeah it kind of just love- annoyed me. I did wonder at the end of the movie when he says like, I feel like I've always seen you or I've always, you know, whatever. I, I, my for the first time, I feel like I've always known you or whatever is, I mean, is that why they had her play that role? Like different people? Is that why? Because he was just trying to find the right version of that? I Yeah, you know, I, I like uh, he's, he's always connected to the same person. Kind it could of thing be like ways. soulmates, but maybe not one person is your soulmate. But there's yeah. there's people out there who are like similar energies and kinds yeah, of people. Like, right. You know, like, multiple people can be your one soulmate. It also maybe shows you like it could have worked for with any of those other women, you know. If, yeah. It, it, it could have not. if or he would have gone not. with it. But he didn't he he didn't. Or maybe he yeah. was always looking for a version of her that he didn't find until the maybe. end. Because the, the women got more successful. Yes, yeah, true. And they got more, uh, I'm going to say, beautiful in yes. a way where the first girl was very like downplayed and did not try to attract him at all. Mm. And the second girl was very like hair was crimped, style, like was very much trying to put on like fashion and have a look. And then Meg Ryan was, you know, kind of like that all American stereotypical blonde girl. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I just, fe- I just saw like a progression there of her looks. Sure. So, yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, uh, uh, the, even just now talking about that though, that's an angle to it. I hadn't thought about. And mm-hmm. again, there, I will say there are certain movies that, I like more after you talk about it, you know? Mm-hmm. I remember the first time I saw Eyes Wide Shut. I, it wasn't like my least favorite movie, but I kind of I was like, yeah, if Kubrick's, Kubrick's movies, I don't know if that was one of my favorites. And then, you know, all it took was for someone to go like, hey, uh, you know, I'm not going not gonna to spoil the movie, but it was like, yo, that part and that part, do you think uh, maybe he imagined that part or this part? And I was like, no. And I still don't think that, but it was enough to get me going like, yeah, but that's interesting, like that you could take it that way you know what i mean and just just that it started to make me think about the movie more i was like i need to watch that one more time and then i liked it a lot more i remember you being fucking pissed when we left there will be blood for the first time yeah you did not like that 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 one also too i had been told the absolute wrong i was sold to me the complete wrong way yeah people were like yo this crazy movie you're gonna this movie's about a fucking guy who goes psycho and it it is it's it was totally like misadvertised but Loved it the second time. Yeah. But anyway. Well, Derek, I believe you're the next pick. All right, everybody. So I've been hearing about a little known story called The Lord of the Rings. 
Oh, I'm gonna do. I'm gonna pull an audible. I thought on it was movie only club. Me, me. An audible, you say? This is gonna be crazy. The new Lord of the Rings show is out. What's it called? Rings of Power. Rings of Power. Rings. Mm. How'd they come up with this name? They're so uh, they, uh, the no the the creativity levels are off the charts. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think I did some research. Yes, they they really they're Wikipedia. they're really knocking it out of the park over there. And I just got to see what it's all about. So I propose. Here's what I say. The Lord of the Rings movies are they're all like three hours long. Yeah, they're long. They're fucking long, dude. The Rings of Power episodes, they're short. They're like one hour. Mm. Why don't we watch the first three episodes of Rings of Power and we will compare them pound for pound, okay. minute for minute. Okay. I'm gonna give you I'm gonna give you three hours of my time. You give me three hours of Lord of the Rings. That seems fair. That seems like a okay. good amount of Lord All of the right. Rings. And we're going to compare them. So we're going to watch the first three hours of the Rings of Power TV show. And then we all... Is it safe to say we're all fans of the original, the Peter Jackson Lord of the Rings trilogy? At the, the trilogy? At the very yeah. least. Love at the, the trilogy. Yeah. At the very least, we all agree we like those. I do, yeah. Derek, I'm actually curious. I never knew if you liked them or not. I always through I the through the years I wasn't sure where you stood. Yeah, they grew on me. When so, we went, we went cool. to Hobbiton in New Zealand, that was that's fucking very cool. true. We'll yeah. talk about that. We, we all went to the Shire. Go to Bilbo's home. The three of us so have, we have been there. Inside. We got inside information. We got that's true. Ales at the Green Dragon, like badass. Yeah. So we're gonna have a whole Lord of the Rings special on the next episode of Movie Club while we review the first three episodes of the Lord of the Rings: Rings of Power. Okay. Oh shit. That's pretty good. Wow. Oh, I guess Pax show floor is closing. <laughs> <laughs> Clear the aisles. Good night. Goodbye.